together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the book of exodus chapter 32 from verse 7 to verse 14 in those days the lord god said to moses go down from for your people whom you have brought up out of the land of egypt have corrupted themselves they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them, and they have made for themselves a molten calf, and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it, and said, These are your gods who brought you out of the land of Egypt. I have seen this, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them, but of you I will make a great nation. But Moses said to the Lord as he begged him, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought forth out of the land of Egypt, with a great power and with mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say, with evil intent, he brought them forth, to slay them in the mountains and consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from your fierce wrath and repent of this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, remember Isaac, remember Jacob, your servants, to whom you did swear by your own self and did say to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and all this land that I have promised, I will give it to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord God repented of the evil which he had thought to do to his people. This incidentally, it's one of the most beautiful, powerful passages in scripture that tells us something about the nature of God. It is, the, it is one of very few passages in Scripture where God changes his mind. It is found in verse 14. And the Lord God repented of the evil that he thought he would do to his people. And I want to start from backwards. God changing his mind. He had already made up his mind and he said, I will destroy them. I want nothing to do with them. They have disappointed me. And everything was pointing towards that direction. But Moses begs God. He, he, he reminds God, of the promises that God had made. This, for me, it's one of the most beautiful accounts where we see the value of a promise. And so when God promises, my dear brothers and sisters, God takes promises very seriously. He doesn't make a promise so that we feel good about ourselves. He doesn't make a promise so that we, we are passing time. No. He takes a promise very seriously. If he has promised to do something, 
his stand by his word. That's something about God. There is a God who stands by his word. And his word is law. His word is life. That is why Jesus is called in Greek the Logos. If you read the Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 1, Jesus is seen as the Logos. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. You go to the book of Genesis, you find this concept that God speaks, and whatever he speaks becomes a reality. Hence, we talk about the Word, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, as an efficacious Word. Whatever he says comes into existence. Go to Ezekiel chapter 37 when he speaks and he says, Son of man, do you think these bones can come back to life? And he speaks life into them. His word is life. And so when you've made a promise to God, you better keep it. Because the word promise to God is as good as your word. Now, Moses says to God, remember the promise you made and go back to the whole theology and the concept and the theme of the sake of your name that you find in prophet Ezekiel. For the sake of your name, save your people. For the sake of your name, be generous to your people. And, and Moses goes to God and he begs and he's on his knees and he says, for the sake of your promise, for the sake of your name, and for the sake of Abraham, for the sake of Isaac, for the sake of Jacob. My God. And God is about to change his decision, not because of the people that he's looking at. He's not going to change his decision because the Israelites have begged him. No. He's changing his decision for the sake of his name. He's changing his decision because of the promise he has made. He's changing his decision because he had said and he has promised to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob that he will save his people. You and I, to a large degree, I know this very well in my own life, that I stand not because I've been good. I stand not because I've been righteous. I stand not because I'm sinless. But I stand because of the sake of God's promise. It is the promise that he made. It is the prayers of my mother. The prayers of my grandmother. The prayers of the great men and the great women. The prayers of the people of God that allows me to stand in the place of mercy. And how many of us could say the same thing? That I don't stand by my own doing. I don't stand by my own power. But I stand because God has been good. And he says, I will not destroy them. Moses goes to God and he says, if you destroy them now, the Egyptians will say, Look at how we took them out of our place in order to destroy them in the mountain. And Moses says to God, don't do that. 
Moses has the ability to speak into the mind of God. That's something powerful when you think of it. He has the ability to speak into the mind of God. And I think all of us are called to do that. To have the ability, to have the humility, to have the faith to speak into the mind of God. You know, I I believe that there is power in the word. I believe that what we say and what we speak with our mouths becomes a reality. And so the question I need to ask myself as you ask yourself, do I speak life? into the situation do i speak life into the new day do i speak life into the person i meet do i speak life into the relationship do i speak life into my siblings do i speak life into my children do i speak life into my marriage do i speak life into my own life what kind of words am i speaking and there's power in that For the sake of your name, for the sake of the promise, don't give up on us. Ah, Verse 14 is powerful. God changed his mind. The beautiful word, God repented. He said, I'm taking it back. What I've decided to do, I'm no longer going to do. As I said, it's one of those rare occasions where you find out that God changes his mind. He's saying, because of this, I'm not going to do it. And I strongly believe that if we were to pray to God, if my people were to seek my face, if they were to humble themselves, if they were to seek my face and pray to me, I will save my people. I will save their nation and I will heal their country. My God, if only we were to do that. Seek the kingdom of God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. And may Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.